Hello everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This week's topic is let's quit together and today we're going to be specifically talking about quit saying sorry all the time and I have three really great tips for you on how to um, stop saying stop saying sorry, stop apologizing so much because so many of us spend a lot of time apologizing, especially when it isn't even our fault. Um, but let me give you a little bit of context first. So, you know, I mean, does anyone else have this behavior? Because I know that I do. You know, you end up saying sorry about everything, especially things that have nothing to do with you. That's like the culprit of, you know, it, you definitely don't need to be sorry for the thing, but you are sorry for the thing. And this behavior can become such a bad habit so quickly, like so quickly, because it can come to a point where you don't even realize you were saying it after so long. It just slips out. It's just like a normal habit, a normal piece of conversation that you interject more often than not, and it just bleeds into your life so deeply, So, which is a problem, and it, it could cause more issues when you're trying to break that habit. And you know, the need to say sorry often can stem from so many different experiences and walks of life and how you've grown up from your childhood to experiencing imposter syndrome because uh, so many of us get so caught up in not um, being confident in who we are and what we know and what we are capable of doing and we get caught up in comparison and believing that there are so many people out there that are better than us, that are stronger than us. Um, that are capable of doing what we're doing 10 times better, even though we have gone through the same training or the same experience. Um, imposter syndrome is like the worst. Um, so other places you can experience it or, or learn it is just being a people pleaser also, you know, um, because you tend to feel like everything is your fault. So you take the blame because you expect it. And the more often that you start doing this and it becomes a real habit in your life and you just expect to take the blame, other people are also going to expect you to take the blame because you have conditioned them to believe that. You've conditioned them to expect that. So they will. And that's just how people work generally. So this is just the first reason why we really need to cut back on this behavior of apologizing all the time. And, you know, I'm here to tell you that I do struggle with this as well. Don't even trip. I I struggle with all of these things, you know, um, from time to time or have in the past. And saying sorry is something that actually I didn't even realize how much I was doing it until my husband actually pointed it out. And he's like, you got to stop saying sorry because there's no reason for you to be sorry. You had nothing to do with it. You were not even involved. There is no reason for you to say sorry. And so that was really my personal wake up call of like, okay, I got to stop doing this. This is not a good behavior. And as I talk about often on this show, self-awareness is the key to most things. So once I became self-aware, it was like that. It was like, okay, I got to wake up. I got to stop doing this. And it wasn't overnight that I fixed it at all whatsoever. Nothing really ever is. Uh, but it did, you know, bring awareness to the situation and make me push myself to make a change. So... Um, but yeah, let's go over some reasons you may be struggling with saying sorry all the time, just in case you are, you know, you feel like you are caught up in this spiral of saying that, of apologizing constantly, but to be more self-aware and understand where and how you have gotten there can help you even more unravel that struggle and understand what's going on and what needs to happen. So uh, the first one is people-pleasing. 
Uh, pleasers want to be seen as nice and kind people. That is for sure something that I am always trying to <laughs> display to others because I am a people pleaser. And do not ever want to be seen in a negative light. You know, if you're a people pleaser, you want people to see you as sunshine and rainbows and as someone they can count on and as someone that's not going to disappoint them and as someone that's always going to come through, right? Um, so apologizing often assures that you won't offend someone else. So it can be a reason why you're always saying sorry, why you're always apologizing, why you're always taking the rap for other people because you just want to keep the peace. You just want everyone else to be happy and you are so welcome to take all that on your shoulders and have that as a burden because everyone else will not be burdened by the situation. Not a great thing to do, but that is the reason. So the next reason is uh, self-esteem. You know, you think very poorly of yourself, which can translate into you believing you need to worry about causing issues, becoming a problem, or getting in the way of others. So, you know, when you think poorly about yourself and your self-esteem is in the garbage, essentially, right, um, you you feel like everything else around you is the same, you know? Um, you're like, okay, well, I, I'm not worth anything. I'm not important to anyone. Why should I try to push myself to be seen like that? Um, especially if there aren't enough people in your life that are encouraging you, that are like speaking life into you, you know, giving you inspiration to do anything and everything that you want. Um, you're going to continue to have that low self-esteem and not really believe in yourself or, you know, believe that you have no self-worth at all. So, um, but it's important to understand that it's, it's a mindset. It's a mindset game. But yeah, so you just, you worry that you're going to be in the way. You worry that you're going to be a problem. So you might as well just take up the responsibility of being sorry and taking fault for everything because that's what you expect everyone else to expect of you. Um, the last one I want to mention is feeling responsible for others' actions and feelings. This is, you know, straight up and down because you do not have boundaries, which is something that I talk about often. If you want to hear a whole week talking about personal boundaries, you are welcome to go back into the archives. I did do a whole week talking about personal boundaries. I will be doing that again soon because uh, it's so important. And I feel like it's probably something I need to talk about every single year because, you know, I can always expand on what I already spoke about, but it's so important and it's such a good reminder. So, um, but yeah, feeling responsible for others' actions and feelings. You know, you often feel responsible for other people's actions and emotions because, they are a partner or someone close to you and you want to shield them from any consequences or negative impacts because of their behaviors. Their behaviors. Not yours. Not at all. You're not really involved. You just want to shield them from getting any sort of repercussions for their behaviors. But by apologizing for them, covering them, you are actually enabling their behavior. You know, if you haven't thought about it, think about it right now. You are enabling their behavior by continually apologizing for them and feeding the cycle of you, <laughs> of you continually apologizing um, when you shouldn't be and them continuing to engage in behavior that you will probably have to apologize for. So you are only responsible for your own feelings and behavior no matter what. I need you to know that because it's the truth. It's the absolute truth. You're not responsible for your husbands, your spouse, your partners, your friends, your moms, your dads, your siblings, no one's, um, any leadership above you. You are not responsible for their feelings and emotions. Everybody is singularly responsible for their emotions. I don't know how 
more clear I can get with that message. It's very important that you know that. It's very important that you spread that message. I do want to tell you on a side note that if you do start believing in that message, which you should, we all should, some people, many people might press back on you and they'll say, no, that's not true. Or they'll try to convince you or manipulate you that that's not true. You're supposed to do everything you can for the person that you love, yada, yada, yada. It's all garbage though. It really is. I need you to know this. It's all garbage. Um, just that part that I was talking about where they're trying to convince you that, you know, that you are responsible and they in like, cause it's, it's in the situations where someone's like, you made me mad or you made me upset or you caused me to have a bad day. No, that's all bull honking. You know, that's not true. They made the decision to allow what other people are doing around them, cause them to have a bad mood, to have a bad attitude, to be sad, be happy, be upset, be whatever they choose to be. They are choosing it. They are just trying to be the victim and put the blame on you because it's easier for someone else to be responsible for their actions rather than them because then they have to take full responsibility and understand that their happiness is actually dependent on them and not someone else. And let's end the rant right there. <laughs> and we'll talk more about that when we revisit personal boundaries. But just now, they're feeding you a bunch of junk if they're trying to convince you that you can't have boundaries and that you have to be responsible for them. You do not. So, um, so hopefully just like breezing through those, uh, points really quick helped you to understand that, um, the need to apologize can come from different avenues and different experiences. Obviously I did not list them all, but hopefully that'll give you a general idea if you are trying to figure out what the heck has caused me to get to this point where I'm saying sorry all the dang time. Um, but, but if I haven't convinced you yet that apologizing all the time is not a good habit. Hopefully this last bit will help. So just know that by apologizing all the time, you are hurting your credibility as a person. You are like someone that's saying sorry and apologizing all the darn time. They're not going to feel bad for you. They're not going to feel sorry for you. I mean, maybe they will, but probably not. And even if they are, it still doesn't help your credibility because they're still like, well, you know, they, they're assuming responsibility for all these things. It means they're not strong. They're not confident in themselves and, or they make a lot of mistakes and they're into a lot of problems and trouble. And that's not really going to reflect positively on you. I'm just telling you like it is. And, you know, if you're constantly saying sorry and taking the blame, that doesn't lend itself to others trusting you to get things done or to be responsible, right? So if you're like in the workplace or at school or whatever, and you're always saying sorry or my bad, or that was me, or let me take the blame, I'll take the fall, whatever. Like that doesn't translate into leadership. It doesn't translate into you'll be able to get things done. No, it doesn't sound responsible. It doesn't at all. So if those things are important to you, it's important for you to realize that you gotta stop this bad behavior. It is a bad one. And turn it around, you know, which I'm going to give you some tips on how to turn it around. Um, and you're also, you're also, you're also busting on your confidence and criticizing yourself by, you know, telling yourself that you have to be responsible for these behaviors, that you have to say sorry, that you have to apologize. Um, because, you know, part of the reason why you want to say sorry is because you feel very uncomfortable. You feel awkward um, having to ask a question or when you bump into someone on the street and you want to say sorry, even though it was their fault. If it was your fault, then fine. But if it's their fault, which I feel like a lot of times it's always someone else's fault, I'm not saying that's true all the time, I'm just saying, you know, when it is, but you say sorry, you just have to be like, you could just like, oh, excuse me, right? Because it's not as though 
you're taking blame, but I feel like people expect someone to take the blame, but if no one does, then it's still fine. You can say, excuse me, or you can say, pardon me. You don't have to say sorry. You don't have to take that blame. Or let's say that you're, you know, in a restaurant or something and um, they bring you the wrong dish. And, you know, I feel like immediately, especially for women, you're like, sorry, but this isn't what I ordered. And you don't have to say it like that. You can just be like, excuse me, this is not what I ordered, which sounds much more confident, which sounds much more um, direct. And I understand that being direct can really make a lot of people feel uncomfortable and make them feel like they are being so demanding or that they don't really deserve to be able to speak up and say how they feel. Uh, But that's all a mindset. You know, that's all a mindset thing. You need to change that. You need to switch it. You need to move on because that's not going to help you become your best self. So before before we jump into the tips, I do want to talk about the five-minute reset like I do every single time. So the five-minute reset will allow you to draw a line in the sand, restart your day right then and there. How fantastic does that sound? It sounds really good. So you can just, you know, say goodbye to the first part of the day that caused you stress, anxiety, problems, issues, and just say, I'm just not going to let that drag into the rest of the day or let alone the next day. That's not what you want. So five-minute reset is you take at least five minutes to be by yourself to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. You're able to take a break from any issues or burdens that are weighing you down and causing you trouble. You're able to spend some time coming up with resolutions for problems and issues that you're currently dealing with. I always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things that you're grateful for, big, small, medium size. You can be grateful that you have your little fluffy dog that you get to hug and kiss and cherish as your little furry-faced friend. You can be grateful that you were able to buy something new or you saved up for something that you've been wanting for a long time and you're finally able to get it. That's definitely gratitude for sure. You can even be grateful for, you know, hopefully you understand this because it's something I went through recently and I was so grateful for it that you were able to react much better in a situation than you would have maybe a few months ago because you have become more self-aware, because you have practiced calming your mindset, because you practice like being more in control of the emotions that you display, right? That is something to be grateful for, that you are on top of your mindset and your mental health. You can also just be grateful for having a nice warm place to sleep and be covered and have shelter and so you see how the list is like so diverse you can be grateful for literally anything and everything the list never ends and last but not least before you end your five minute reset make sure that you're feeling at least neutral if not positive about the rest of your day because hopefully coming up with the gratitude list and then thinking of anything else that's a blessing in your life will help to switch your your mindset to a more positive one and even if you are going through something super negative focusing more on the positive will help you um, get through those negative times because you're not focusing on the negative. You're not letting it draw you into that pit of despair and depression and sadness and anger. That's not really going to translate or benefit you in any way at all. So I encourage you to try the five-minute reset. It's absolutely fantastic and can change your day in an instant. Okay, so to the tips, um, but one more thing. I wanted to mention, you are genuinely only responsible for the things you have personally done. This is important. We're someone that apologizes all the time for no reason. You think you have a reason, but you don't. You are only responsible for you. Nothing else. You are allowed to take up space and have needs. You are. 
Everyone is allowed that. I need you to know that. You can take up space. You can have needs. You can have opinions. You can say no. You can say yes. You can just express yourself in the way that you need to without apologizing, without saying sorry. It's not necessary. Okay, so let's chat about how to quit saying sorry when it's not necessary. I have three tips for you today. The first one is to catch yourself before you apologize. Awareness is key. I love self-awareness. It's amazing. It's like one of the best things ever. Practice self-awareness. Catch yourself right before you're about to apologize. So you're about to be like, oh, sorry. You know, just catch yourself. And even if you don't have anything that comes out after that, you're at least taking a pause to realize that, oh, I'm about to say something that I don't really want to say, that I don't need to say, that is not necessary to the conversation, it's not going to gain me anything. I do not need to say sorry. What else can I say? You just cut that out and say whatever else you were going to say, right? I feel like that's one of the easiest ways to do that. So by first catching yourself, becoming more self-aware, before you start apologizing or adding the word sorry or my bad or like it was me, stop. Dead stop and realize, ah, the more that you come up, become aware, the easiest, easier this will be, just so you know. Okay, the second tip I have for you is to ask yourself if you really need to apologize. Did you do something wrong? Did you actually do something wrong? Were you actually involved? Is it actually something you need to be responsible for? Like really, 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 really ask yourself this question. Because I feel like off the bat, people that are so used to being people pleasers or have low self-esteem or just are so wrapped up into caring for other people, you will think the answer is yes, but it's not. It's generally not, you know, unless you know that you've done something wrong, okay, apologize. It's great. You should. But if you personally have not done anything, like really, like really, and it's just like you're right to be able to ask a question or to get something fixed because it came out wrong, um, or just to have an opinion, you don't need to be sorry. You really don't. So once you stop yourself from saying sorry, and then ask yourself if you really need to apologize, is it absolutely critical? Will it change anything? Will it make you feel better? You know, will it right any wrongs? Probably not. So you probably don't need to do it. The third tip and the last one I'm going to share with you today is to try to rephrase what you're going, what you're saying, what you're going, what you're going to be saying that's not apologetic. You got to switch it around. So for example, if you're running late and you come rushing up to the person or wherever, you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm late. no, you don't have to be sorry you're late. Like, I mean, you didn't hurt anyone. You didn't kill anyone. Like it's not the end of the world. And I personally don't think that's something you should be sorry for because, you know, whatever it was that caused you to be late, even if it was yourself, that's just a choice and a decision that you made and that's fine. So unless it's like literal life and death, I do not believe that you have to say sorry for being late. You can just say, you can just be grateful and be like, thank you for waiting for me. Such a better answer. It doesn't insinuate that you did something wrong. If you don't bring up by apologizing that you've done something wrong, then people won't see it that way either. You know, unless they, like, get mad at you and they're like, I can't believe you're late. You're like, yes, I know, um, but I appreciate you waiting. Thank you for waiting. I appreciate your patience. You're amazing. This is what you could say. Um, Or if you're at a restaurant, like I was saying earlier, and if someone gives you the wrong dessert or something, as opposed to being like, I'm I'm so sorry, but this isn't mine. No, no, no. You don't have to be sorry. They're the one that messed up. They're the one that should be apologizing. They're the one that made the mistake. So instead, you would say, unfortunately... This isn't for me. 
or this isn't mine, or this isn't what I ordered. That's fine. So you're still, you're being direct, um, but you can still be courteous. You know, I feel like the thing that people forget is that you can be direct, but nice and kind and courteous, you know, and respectful. You can still be all those things without saying sorry. You really can. So, you know, unfortunately, this isn't for me as opposed to, so sorry, you're doing the wrong thing. No, cut that out. Um, you know, or, or if you're trying to tell someone something, you are know, like, I'm so sorry, but I just need to get this off my chest. Or I'm so sorry to have have you listened to this whole story, um, or I'm so sorry to burden you, or whatever, right? If the person didn't want to be burdened, they probably wouldn't have gauged as long in the conversation. That's definitely number one. But another way that you can respond, as opposed to being like, I'm so sorry, I is, is thank you for listening. Thank you for being here for me. Thank you for appreciating me. Thank you for letting me get this off my chest. Like, that's just so much better, so much more confident, so much more like, you're still grateful right? There's no reason for you to say sorry, especially if they were enjoying engaging with you in this conversation. Um, or, you know, if you are anywhere with friends, family, at work, church, whatever, and you're wanting to ask a question, you're like, I'm so sorry, but can I ask you this? It's like, why are you sorry you're asking a question? Do you feel like you're out of place? Do you feel like you're out of line in asking a question? I don't feel like many questions in life are out of line. And they shouldn't be. And people need to stop pushing back on that, you know. People need to stop judging people for wanting to ask questions and know more. Isn't that how we all become smarter and more knowledgeable? Tell me I'm wrong. I don't think so. There shouldn't be any apologies in wanting to ask a question. You just need to be like, I'd like to ask a question, please. Yeah, add the please. It's courteous. But you don't have to say, I'm sorry, but I need, but I have a question. Like, why are you saying sorry? You didn't do anything wrong. You're just asking a question. Who died? No one. No one. No one did. So those are the three tips I have for you. Catch yourself before you're apologizing by using self-awareness. Ask yourself if you really need to apologize. Like really ask yourself, did you do something wrong? And then try to rephrase what you're saying so that it's not apologetic. Cut that part out and start being more confident, believing in yourself, and stop saying sorry all the time. It's not helpful for you. Okay, you guys, well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, I love having you guys here, and I hope that, you know, if you're enjoying the show, that you're able to share the show with someone else. Um, you are welcome to also contact me. If you look into the show notes um, below, you can see where to find me on Instagram, where to send me an email. You could also go directly to my website, which is sabrinajoy.com, and enter in the contact field. Uh, on the, if you push the contact button and you can enter your information in the field and get a hold of me there, you're also able to directly listen to my podcast from my website. If you're doing that right now, that's awesome. Um, I also do have a spot on my page that's called donations. If you are desiring to contribute back to the podcast, contribute back to the time and energy and upgrading equipment and everything like that and the cost to get the show up that'd be great no obligation you don't have to but if you would like to on my webpage there is a link to my patreon there's also um, a link to donate any amount via paypal so i'd appreciate if you wanted to do that but if you don't no worries and i think that's all the announcements i have thank you so much for everything thank you for listening thank you for sharing thank you for downloading thank you for 
you know, supporting the show that way. We appreciate you. Again, come connect with me on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. I am randomly giving coffee cards away to people that do come and connect with me. Say you're listening to the show, connect, say hi, follow, whatever you want. I would love to hear from you. But um, the next episode that you will hear if you follow along with the topic of this week of, you know, um, let's quit together will be about quitting having a failure mindset that sound kind of jumbled. But basically, we're talking about how to quit having a failure mindset. So until then, have a good one, and I will see you next time.